when someone views a video, they retain 95% of the information. Only 10% is retained compared to reading. That according to Forbes, and that is just one of many reasons you should be utilizing video for your communication and public relations strategy. Welcome to podcast episode number 19. We are thrilled you are with us. I'm Ryan Ferran, Chief Communications Officer for the Arcadia Unified School District, and we are talking about video engagement, and we're going to give you some tips to be successful and to increase that engagement and your video production. You do not need to be an expert with video. Do not worry to start utilizing it. There are many things you can be doing, and we will talk about many of those coming up in the podcast. If you missed our most recent podcast, it was four unique and easy ways to increase social media engagement, give you some tips on posts that you can utilize for your social media and how to draw traffic and get more people and more followers to your social media. On previous podcasts, we've also talked about crisis communications, media relations, school safety and school threats, creating a digital communications internship program for schools, one of our most popular podcasts and one of the things I get called about the most is our communications internship program that we love to do. Have a podcast about CalSPRO, what it is and how you can join. I highly recommend CalSPRO if you are not a member. We talk about uh, another episode actually from a CalSPRO seminar about communicating when disaster strikes from one of the sessions there done by some folks. It was a great session and few others on how to communicate while dealing with missing students and Facebook, why it is the best and safest social media for your school and your school district, plus some page tips on that. So plenty of public relations podcasts for you. Today, again, it is all about video and how you can utilize it and how you can increase your video production and increase the quality with a few simple tips, tricks, and techniques. So by now we all know that video does much better than photos, text, those types of posts on our social media. Video greatly increases engagement and organic traffic to pages. It is just a great way to tell and share your story. I love photos, but video, you're able to get the emotion get more than just a snapshot in time. You can hear from people, you can listen to the music, you can listen to the reactions and really get a better feel through video. And it is a great and easy way for people to absorb your story, the information. As we heard in that stat from Forbes, they retain much, much more when it's a post through video. And you really do get a sense of being there and bring the viewer into what is happening. And we all know that the algorithms with social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and the like, they all favor native video. So they are encouraging video because they know people enjoy it. Um, and so when you post a video, it's going to do better than a picture or just a link or a text. So when you do post video, here's tip number one. We have a YouTube channel and uh, we it's, I, I like the YouTube channel a lot because it's a great and easy way to organize videos. You can do playlists and you can see everything. Um, but one of the tips is you need to, if you have a YouTube channel like us, and you're all obviously also u utilizing Facebook, you need to upload the video 
in its native form to both. Don't just share your YouTube link to your Facebook page because Facebook will not favor that post as much as it would if it's a unique raw native video. So unfortunately for us in public relations, we need to upload that same video twice. We can't just share the link anymore, but it'll help your engagement and many more people will see it if you upload it not only to YouTube, but to Facebook and then your Instagram and all the other feeds as well. But that is important to do because Facebook, that's just how their algorithm works. They want people to go to their video. They don't want to send you to a rival YouTube, Google to their service. So that is why it is favored. Looking through our YouTube channel the other day, that's why I decided to do this podcast. I love video been utilizing it for years but didn't realize how much video we were doing and so i thought i would do a podcast just about if you're not utilizing video too much just give you some ideas and let you know that you don't need to be you know a video production expert or do all these fancy graphics and musics to get engagement via video and get your story out there it is really simple and um I highly suggest you start using video more if you haven't already. So on our YouTube page alone in the past five years, we have right around 300 videos. And that's not even including some of the videos on our Facebook page, which are short snippets that I didn't even bother posting to our YouTube channel. And these videos have 500,000 views. And if you look at the minutes watched, the hours watched, it's an equivalent of 644 consecutive days. So talk about a great way to get your story out there, engage your community, and get the information to your target audience. Video does an amazing job of that. And that is just our YouTube channel, not including our Facebook stats or our Twitter or our Instagram. So video is the way to go. And here are some things that you can do to help increase engagement and to use video more. So we do do some higher end videos. We do a digital education station, which is, you know, produced. We do interviews. We have microphones. We do it in the studio with a green screen. Um, but even that is all shot on our iPhones. We run it through i iMovie. Um, afterwards and we put the music in there we can put text in there we can do nice transitions but you don't need to do all that when you're first starting out so when you're first starting out don't even worry about iMovie just film some things and put them on your social media and watch the engagement and the amount of traffic to your pages really increase so some of our video clips are just two minutes of the high school band at halftime doing their performance. It's a great performance, we have a huge band, but it doesn't need to be anything special. I've even shot walking around Arcadia High School, There's our band program is so big, they have pockets of different sections in the band practicing throughout the campus. Um, so I've even just uploaded 45 seconds of a certain section playing something and put it on our Facebook page. Um, our middle school bands were at the high school football game a few weeks ago. Shot that real quick, no editing whatsoever, record, stop, upload, and just put that on our page. 
the amount of traction and engagement we got on that was huge and it took me no time at all. Um, other things that you can put on your social media pages, your websites, we do a lot of, whenever we're on the news stations, local news stations, we will record that and put it on our social media as well. So instead of just taking the link, which sometimes is posted on the news station's website and more times than not, it may not be, instead of taking that link, take the clip from the newscast and put that on your social media. We use a service now to do that that records it for us and we just clip, clip it so it looks much better. But for years I was just recording straight from my smartphone on the TV and putting that on our social media pages. And it does very well and most of those clips are 45 seconds or less. Some of them, you know, if you get a nice longer piece it's two minutes but that's still not a long duration of video but it does so well as far as engagement. So if you're ever on the local news, get your smartphone out, turn the lights off in the room, make sure the audio is high and if you have a tripod definitely use it because you don't want to get it all shaky. Um, but film that news clip from the TV, from the computer and put that on your social media pages. Holiday concerts at schools or in your community, uh, those plays, do a song or two, directly upload it, it's great. Sports, easy to do, uh, you get a great highlight from one of the games, upload that directly, you don't need to do any editing, don't need to put music behind it, no text, just directly up to your social media pages. If you like to take photos like I do, video, especially iMovie, there's a lot of programs that will take your photos and turn it into a beautiful video montage. So that is a great way people can, instead of flipping through all the photos, upload the video, they can see 40, 50, 100 photos in a two minute video, throw some music behind it, it looks great. I actually have a tutorial on my blog on how to use iMovie with the Ken Burns effect to make a great video slideshow with your photos. I even shot a preview of a meeting of the setup and put that on our Facebook page. I think this was a year or two ago. Our educational foundation was hosting a fireside chat with their superintendent. Decorations were great for the holidays. They even brought in a little fireplace and the stockings were hung so I just showed the people what the meeting will look like, what's going to be there, the food. Um, so it took 45 seconds to do a quick walkthrough through the meeting room where it was going to be, posted that and immediate engagement right off the bat. Student artwork, if you're in a school district and you have student artwork like we do in our district office, it's hanging take some photos, turn it into a video, just do a little video pan of the walls with the artwork. Uh, get creative and don't overthink it. It doesn't need to be a major event to use video for it. We've done video of a team practicing, um, again, meetings, and live video is obviously amazing. A couple years ago when our band was going to 
march once again in the Rose Parade in Pasadena, a very big event, um, gets a lot of TV coverage here locally and nationally and, in fact, internationally. But they were just doing a rehearsal in front of the school. We had a little media day out there. Um, and I decided, oh, let me do a quick little live video. And this you need really not too much production at all. You're just doing it live. People get a sense of what's happening right now. And then they can go back when the live video is over and still watch it and view it. That live video of our, <laughs> of our band rehearsing for the Rose Parade, the reach on that was amazing. Something about it took off. A few alumni from the high school commented, oh, great to see the band still going, still marching in the Rose Parade. And it, it just did amazing things. And it was a last second decision. Let me, oh, let me, this is kind of a cool, they're marching out in front of the high school practicing for the Rose Parade, not even in uniform. Let me do a minute of this and post it on our Facebook page. It was during our holiday winter break and uh, kids were out there busy working hard. Quick live video took off uh, and did very well. So live video is another aspect of video you should definitely be utilizing. And it's one of those things that the Facebook algorithm especially really favors um, and wants to see more of. So it'll push out your live video much more than it would um, even a normal video post or photo or a text post. Um, so anything going around, around your schools, your school district, your business, your organization, your community, doesn't even have to be about you. Uh, think about how you can utilize video for it, whether it's live or taped. Now I'm going to go over some video tips for you when you're using your smartphone to get that video out to your social media channels. First one will sound a little silly, it'll sound a little remedial, but then you'll think about it and say thank you very much and it'll be the first thing you do every time. And I always teach my interns this and anyone I talk to about using their smartphone to create video. Number one, wipe your lens. That does sound very simple, right? But a lot of the times you'll take a photo or video and go, why does that, doesn't look that great. It doesn't seem too clear. What, something is wrong with this. And nine out of 10 times it's because your lens on your smartphone is dirty. You have oil on your hands, you have lint and dirt in your pockets, and when's the last time you cleaned your lens? The smartphone lenses are worth the value of the phone itself. I don't know exactly the glass or material they are made of, but they are indestructible. And as long as they are clean, they do such a good job. Think about how long you've had your phone for, <laughs> the damage you've put it through, and the photos and video it takes when the lens is clean is still amazing. So first thing when you take out your phone before you open up the video app, the camera, do anything, take your shirt, your pants, wipe the lens. Make sure you don't scratch it with any metal on your shirt or clothing, but just wipe the lens, make sure it's clean, you don't see any smudges or any grease on it, and uh, you are good to go. Tip number two, shoot horizontal, not vertical. Now, this will probably be changing soon, and a lot of apps are adapting to vertical because most people, they pick up their phone, and when they shoot video, it's like they're talking on the phone, so they hold it vertical instead of horizontal. But when you see those black bars, it's because you were shooting vertical or somebody was shooting the video vertical, and you only see a smidgen of the scene or the subject that you're shooting. So 9 out of 10 times, you're going to want to shoot horizontal, so hold the phone on its side. That'll fill up 
the entire screen, the viewing area much better. And um, most video sources and avenues still prefer horizontal. It just looks better. But again, that's kind of changing. Instagram and some others will adjust to vertical video. But for now, it is still best to shoot horizontal. Lighting is also big, tip number three. So lighting is huge and can make a big difference, negative or positively, on your video. So you do not want to be shooting directly into the sun or artificial lights. Use those to your advantage. So if you're out shooting a football game and the sun is setting on the other side of the field, you're looking into the sun, you need to reposition and go to the other side of the field so the sun is at your back and is shining light on the subject. When the camera and the iris is looking into light, sun or artificial, it is darkening the subject because while your eye is adjusting fine and doesn't look that bright, the camera does not have what your eye has and it really darkens the video, it really darkens the subject. So use the light to your advantage, not your disadvantage. So if you're doing an interview indoors and there's a light behind somebody's head in the distance, rearrange so that light is not in your view of the person when you're shooting them because it will darken them out. Instead, have the light behind you, behind the camera, shining onto them um, and film it that way. Even when you're doing an interview outside and the person is <laughs> complaining, and I had to do this the other day because I, when I was in the news business, I'd always put people with the sun right in their eyes, be like, oh, can I wear my sunglasses? I'm squinting. And I say, trust me, you're going to look much better as opposed to we put you in the shade or the other way. Um, so I was getting interviewed for a story, and they're like, I got to put you in the sun. I was like, I know. Turnabout is fair play because I used to do it to people as well, but it looks way better when you use the light to your advantage. Even when you're taking photos, if you're in a room and you can see the lights on the ceiling in the shot angled down and you'll notice that once the light is out of the frame, the subjects will brighten up and look much better. There's ways that you can increase the lighting on your phone. Um, iPhone, you just kind of touch it and push it up, but the best way to get the ideal light is to do it the first time and not have to worry about editing later after you do it. So use the lighting to your advantage, not disadvantage. Make sure you're aware of where the lights are, the sun is when you're shooting, and make sure it is going on your subject that way. Audio number four is also huge when you're doing interviews and you're talking to people, make sure you're in a quiet place and you can hear them. There's also very inexpensive microphones that you can use that plug right into your smartphone. I'm using one right now, it's a Boya. They have a dual lavalier mics for two people when you're doing interviews. They have a solo one. They're 20 and $25 and they are very, very professional grade, high quality, and easy to use. I have a post on my blog, ryanprferan.blogspot.com. There's a blog post, a recent one, that is called High Quality Videos on a Low Budget. I have a list of tools that you can buy on Amazon for very cheap. The microphone's on there, a tripod, Amazon Basics tripod, 23 bucks. Um, 
a splitter you can use to get multiple audio sources microphones into it. There's even a small studio lighting kit that you can use, a smartphone adapter. So I have all those links to Amazon. So you can really start building up high quality video production with these very cheap resources as well. But audio is big. If you're doing inter interviews and you can't hear somebody, you know, what's the point of doing it? So a, a cheap microphone does wonders. Um, as does a tripod, which is tip number five. If you can use a tripod, especially when you're doing an interview and it's something a little bit higher level production, um, even though you don't think the camera is moving that much and you're holding it pretty still, when somebody sits down to watch on a small screen, that gets exaggerated and that's when people get seasick. So when in doubt, use a tripod. Um, that will really help it look professional as well. And again, you can get cheap ones on Amazon. And then once you start experimenting with video, seeing what's work, seeing what's working for you, I highly recommend, if you're an iPhone user, use iMovie. It's free, comes with your phone. It's an editing app that you can add text, audio, do cool transitions, um, and really add some nice features to take it to that next level. Or if you're Android, there's a million vi video editing apps on there as well. But start slow and just think like, okay, go through the process of how can I add text on this video to give an introduction of what it is. Or I want to put some music behind this, um, this photo montage or what, whatever the case may be. There are a million, and I have a couple on my blog as well, iMovie tutorials on YouTube or you name the editing app and there's going to be a tutorial for it. And even if you're like, how do I use photos? Um, the Ken Burns effect. I did a tutorial specifically on that. How do I increase audio? You just type that into YouTube. I would guarantee you there's a video explaining exactly how to do that. So start small, experiment with the editing app, whether it's iMovie or whatever it may be, and figure out how do I add audio? How do I make a transition? Do a dissolve from this video clip to that video clip? And you'll slowly start to kind of see the process of that, what works, what doesn't work, um, and it'll really start to make those videos go from you know, straight, stop, record, upload to, oh, there's a little quality to it. Now there's some text in there, there's some music, there's some nice transitions, and you'll see your video increase pretty fast the more you do it, and the, the better you get at it, just like anything. So those are some tips for you. Wipe your lens, shoot horizontal, don't film into the sun or the lights, use a good microphone audio source, use a tripod when you can, and then start getting into the editing apps like iMovie and the like to really help with that aspect as well. So get creative with your video, start shooting things that you wouldn't think maybe that engaging and you know, if you shoot some video that it's a boring meeting or something that doesn't go over well, you know, you experiment it and it wasn't the worst thing. You got a little bit of information out there to some people, but start being creative as to how you can utilize video and don't worry about being an expert in video production. The other tip I will give you is check your Facebook settings on your phone. If you're using the Facebook page manager or even just the normal Facebook page app, make sure you go to your settings and click upload in HD.
that will allow obviously the video to go to its highest quality and also check the settings of your camera on your iPhone now with the latest iPhone 10 and the newest editions you can shoot in 4k video which is fantastic but you need to check um, that you're shooting in 4k and there's there's 30 frames per second I think there's 60 frames per second um, depending on your storage so there's different levels so check those settings before you start utilizing video more so you want to check your camera settings make sure you're doing it in the highest quality video possible and then Facebook also has upload in HD available as well Twitter and Instagram they do not have those upload in HD options yet um, but make sure you check your settings as well when utilizing video all right everybody appreciate you tuning in I hope that helps you with utilizing video for your public relations strategy and social media engagement appreciate you tuning in you can catch the podcast in iTunes and Spotify as well as our host site Podbean and you can check out the blog ryanprforan.blogspot.com has a lot of other public relations strategies crisis communications on there as well if you're interested in consulting you can check out my website and blog for more information on that we do a complete communications audit and analysis help with public relations and communication strategy crisis communications we do workshops seminars for groups your exec team etc and work with you to ensure that you are doing everything you can to engage your community and you are prepared branding social media and all that sort of stuff as well so if you're interested in that you can find me on Twitter and my email is on the website as well be happy to talk to you about the possibility of that and what that entails thanks so much for tuning into the podcast everyone we will chat with you next time i do have a podcast coming up on storytelling i am looking forward to that we take a deep dive into storytelling and how you can increase those engagement and storytelling ideas and techniques to really help tell your story brand your organization and get the word out about you and then way that really connects emotionally and resonates with your audience. Until next time, everybody, I'm Ryan Fran. Have a great day, and thanks so much for your support.